Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krops. Good morning, everybody. Great to be with you as we begin a new week of broadcasting here on Political Coffee. This is the show where I choose the topics of the day, the political day anyway, and how and we Endeavor, of course, to talk about them in a manner that helps you change your world by having those persuasive conversations with persuadable people in your world. Lots to talk about today. You know, there always is, but the question is how much of it is really relevant to you? There's an interesting story in the Liberty Daily. But the headline is the corrupt Justice Department, U.S. Justice Department, pursuing Benedict Biden, Joe Biden, just to get to Trump? Now, that's an interesting question. Is the deep state so concerned and so worried? Is the rhino establishment in the Republican Party, not to mention the Democrats, are they so worried about Trump coming back, that they are willing to sacrifice Joe Biden? Think about that for a moment. Isn't that pretty amazing? Hmm. It's gotten worse, folks. Uh, the climate change cult. You know, eating, you know, meat, of course, is and th this is why, you know, World Economic Forum and the world and the WHO and the, they all say we got to eat bugs. Because eating those cows, or sheep, you know, it's just creating climate change. It's bad. So we all need to go vegan. Well, now they're saying, get this, uh, this is from Planet Moron. Nothing quite like enjoying a piping hot cup of coffee in the morning if you want to destroy the planet. That's the headline. Yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> they're claiming now that your cup of coffee contributes to climate change. No kidding, folks. These people are never satisfied and never will be satisfied until they have destroyed everything that you actually enjoy that might be good, like a cup of coffee in the morning. Because to them, it's worth it for you to give them up. Wow. Lots of other things to talk about, some things in Oregon also, for that matter. Uh, and... There is, um, there's, you know, the, the OregonWatchdog.com website is one of the places that I go to, to look at stories that it's kind of a news aggregation. It's kind of an Oregon Drudge report, if you will. I don't look at Drudge anymore because they've gone off the deep end to the left. But what's interesting is that there are stories here that are Oregon-centric, 
some of them are worth your time to read and, and others aren't. One of the interesting things that we reported on was about the so-called lawsuit by the Oregon Firearms Federation lawyer alleging they owe him $66,000. They paid him sixty, but now they owe him 66000 Huh? Well, they set the record straight on that, and I'll get to that as we uh, as we kind of go through the the show today because I think it's really important. Corby, and by the way, the number to call is 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buke GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff, 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Corby sent me an email about Apparently, according to InfoWars, Nancy Pelosi held an exorcism at her San Francisco mansion to try and banish evil spirits. He writes, now, if Nancy is performing an exorcism at her house to remove demons, does this mean her and her family will be moving? <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, they, they wouldn't bother otherwise. Um, GL sent me an email you know, there, there's a lot here, and, and I don't have time to read it all, but it is about what many of us have been talking about and thinking about. And this is whole bis, business of um, forced vaccinations in people's lives. And, you know, as time goes... And more evidence, um, you know, really comes out of all of this. We'll uh, we'll learn more and more. And I want to go. And even though I don't trust Elon Musk, I'm just going to be really honest with you, folks. I don't. I like what he's done with Twitter, but I don't trust most of the other things that he's doing. But I got to tell you, what he has done with Twitter is profound in that it has exposed at least in part, this amazingly deep cabal of the deep state working with a compliant or leftist media, working with compliant leftist social media, which is controlled by the deep state, and the deep state has backdoors into all of those platforms, folks. Nothing you write there cannot be hacked or seen, including on Telegram, folks. Oh, yeah, they may say that, but, but let me tell you, there is nothing online that cannot be hacked. At any rate, we, the American people, do owe Elon Musk that. Thanks. In that he has at least exposed an emerging picture of what many of us have been, first of all, talking about for a long time, number one, and number two, is the actual evidence of it. Now, here's the question. Is anybody going to do anything about it? Do you really trust the House Republicans to do anything about it? Now, maybe some of them, yes. And this, I think, was in part the genius of those 
freedom uh, Republicans that literally just said, Kevin McCarthy, you're either going to give us your absolute um, word in writing that you're going to do certain things that allow us to get into the deep state. Because frankly, the deep state has stuff on the corrupt people that are out there, including McCarthy. Now, I don't know that McCarthy's corrupt, but there's lots of stories running around out there. And usually in the political world where there's smoke, there's fire because people talk. And usually people talk because there's something there to talk about. Get that? This is not hard to understand. You and I are just common sense folks living our lives every day. And the politics is no different, regardless of what the elites try to tell us. These are the people that think you and I are too stupid to figure it out ourselves. We're not. That's why I try to talk about these issues in a very common sense manner, because you then can share the effect of all of the political things going on with other people in that common sense manner. That's persuasive conversations with persuadable people. That's why we do this show. Friends, you and I, every day, have to be aware of what's going on out there because most people, I'm telling you, most people are burying their heads in the sand right now because they can't believe the crazy things we're doing. Like, for instance, the editorial board of the Fish Wrap, the Oregonian. And Linda and Rosalie, uh, hang on, I, I promise I will get to your emails because it's really important to read them to you. But this editorial about Measure 110, the editors of the Oregonian really believe that Tina Kotek and the Democrats that control the legislature really believe that they can fix Measure 110. And they are asking it's only been two years. It's too soon to call it a failure. But the window for that is rapidly closing. They ignore the central problem with Measure 110. Totally ignore it. And it has led to open drug use. Overdose deaths, as they acknowledge in their editorial, have skyrocketed 58% in 2021 over 2020. And I would bet you that 2022 will be even worse. And then they say, still, because there was an audit that came out, right, on Friday, state auditors and Secretary of State Shamia Fagan emphasized last week in a press conference, it's too soon to call the measure of failure. Even if it's early implementation qualifies as such, channeling the frustrations of many. Channeling, get that? Fagan called on the state to deliver on the promise of the measure, as she succinctly put it, to fix it. Here's what they're doing, folks. They're circling the wagons to save Shamia Fagan. That's what they're doing here. How? Because, well, she is going to be up for re-election in two years presidential election year. They're trying to save her and she's trying to defer 
the whole failure of something that she could have impacted. She didn't. The central problem with this entire concept is just this. You, again, it's, it's not hard to figure out, folks. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. A drug-addicted person who you have now allowed to become even worse drug-addicted because you've decriminalized heroin, methamphetamine, fentanyl, folks, which is killing people. Because you've done that, the message that you have sent is that you can go to Oregon and get high as much as you want. Like the old 60s song, you can check in and you can just check out. You start doing drugs and because there's no consequence for it, you get a $100 ticket if you call a hotline. Nobody's calling the hotline. And no matter, because it's human nature, folks, there is no consequence for your actions. That's what these do-gooders don't get, including the Oregonian editorial board. It is 6.20, back in the morning, lots to talk about. Don't. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top. Now, great to be with you today. 503-589-1220 is that Power Rebuke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. If you send it to me during the show, I will do my best to try to read it on the air. During the show, and if you send it afterwards, uh, you know, hopefully I'll try to read it at the next show. Linda writes this email. The politicians and the extremists are trying to destroy meat. They want you to eat bugs. Have a good start on eggs and you're surprised about coffee? Taking the best things we like in life and rationing or eliminating because we can no longer afford them. I was in a Winco a couple of weeks ago in Albany. First time ever that I've been shopping there for many years. I've n- they had no eggs. Couldn't believe it. Rosalie writes an email about DEQ commission. This is a story that's out there. God help us, she writes, if Jamie McLeod Skinner becomes the commissioner. Yes, you look at the people that Tina Kotek is surrounding her with. Uh, <laughs> she's She is... Apparently, Jamie McLeod Skinner, this leftist from San Francisco transplant, you know, just like Tina Kotex a transplant, just like Kate Brown's a transplant. Yeah, she made she lost, of course, the race to represent in Congress 
the 5th Congressional District to Lori chavez Dreamer. Jamie McLeod Skinner may become the next DEQ uh, commissioner. Wow. But something you shouldn't wow about, friends, is your opportunity to talk to Rebecca Donaldson if you're thinking about buying or selling a home. You know, you hear her ads here on this radio station because she does more than just buy and sell homes really well. She is, she cares about the community and she cares about this entire republic. That's what we are in America. We are a constitutional republic. We're not a pure democracy. She cares about that. That's why she does so much to help veterans. Because she knows freedom isn't free. She was one of the sponsors of the movie night when we premiered this radio station over at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, 2,000 Mules. She helped sponsor that. She knows that freedom is not free. So, you know, that uh, you have your choice of who to, to sign up with if you're thinking of buying or selling a home. Sometimes it just makes sense to think about the whole person or the whole firm. Now, Rebecca Donaldson is not only really good at what she does, because that's how she won Best of the Willamette Valley, and that's good for you. It means she's on top of her game and her team. And more importantly, she shares your values. That's worth it to me, don't you think? So you know what? Give her a call. 503-269-0747. 269-0747. Check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com. Rebeccasgothouses.com. Now, yesterday afternoon, uh, I went to a memorial service for former state representative Liz Van Leeuwen. She was my neighbor. She served in the House District, House District 17, for 18 years before Oregon's term limit law kicked in and she could no longer serve. That benefited me in that I was elected to follow her in that district where I served at least part of that district until they changed it to redistricting. For eight years, I served there. She passed away two days after Thanksgiving last year in 2022. At age 97, she was an amazing woman. And I do mean it. I had, had hoped, there were, folks, there were hundreds of people there yesterday afternoon at the Lynn County Fairgrounds down in Albany to honor and remember her life. She babysat me as a child because her and her husband had this 34-acre strawberry patch. And my mom, along with several other neighbor ladies, helped run the crews that people required back then to, and a lot of them kids, to pick those strawberries and get them to the market. So Liz 
was, and I mean she was amazing because she was passionate about things that were right, about liberty. You see, back in the 60s, the government of Oregon tried to confiscate her land along, her and her husband's farmland along the Willamette River outside of Halsey and a whole lot of other farmers from Corvallis for this, this Greenway project. Using the law. They fought it. They beat it. And she, that really compelled her to run for the legislature, which she did. And she was, the tribute I really have to her is I shadowed her more than once. She was amazingly good at representing her constituents. She was passionate about it. She was not afraid of hard work. She was amazing. She never trusted government after what she saw government do to her father's successful farm during the Depression because of bank failures, not because her father's farm was a failure. It was an amazing story. She was an amazing woman. Rest in peace, Liz Van Loo, state representative. Bye. Back in a moment at 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff. 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Now, it's kind of cold out there, folks, and it's going to be. We're going to have some nice weather here, maybe a little foggy at times, but the nights are cold. If your heating system is just not working right and you're kind of uncomfortable, you don't have to be. And you can fix it easily by just calling Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out. And they'll fix whatever's wrong right away. 503-580-1456. Emergency services is one, just one of the ways. This company who's been serving the Mid-Valley area for 50 years. One of the ways they built such a great business. That ought to tell you something. It's also in their name. What they believe. They believe in freedom. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. You can check out all of the great services that they offer, freedomheatingandair.net. So um, Wilbur, by the way, writes an email, and I got I to gotta get to it here. <laughs> Wilbur's an interesting character. He, uh, he follows this show some, uh, and he told me he actually voted for Trump, but he, you know, he really dings conservatives constantly. So it, it's a worthwhile, uh, and, and I got a comment on it because it, it frankly, it, it relates to the Oregon firearms controversy and, and, you know, measure 114. Anyway, Avis writes about her 
her vote for the coffee clatch is from Monday nights. Remember the political coffee clatch? Fred, one of our listeners, suggested that prior to the election. We met on Tuesday nights over at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill for quite a while, trying to focus on the upcoming elections and election transparency, election integrity. Oregon People's Vote was involved with that, and we're going to continue to be involved with Oregon People's Vote. Go to OregonPeoplesVote.com, and you can check out the great work that they're doing at the local level. And you can be involved if you care about election transparency, if you care about election integrity, they're your local group in Marion County to be affiliated with. They're meeting on Tuesday nights every other week. We're going to meet every other night, but we're looking at still meeting at the honky talk, but meeting inside rather than outside where it's warmer but on a different time. So we're not with karaoke, uh, competing with karaoke, which, as you know, uh, at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, that's a big deal. It brings in quite a few clients for for Diana, who's the, the great patriotic owner of the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. So we we have the opportunity to choose Monday evenings where they don't have music and things that are competing. They are doing cornhole, but that's over there in the um, away from us from where we would be or Saturday afternoons so far as Avis says I my vote is the political coffee clatch as we call it for Monday she says I will give up dancing with the stars and or America's got talent on Monday nights okay there you go so far I have and I got another vote uh, who was set from who was it that sent that to me? Darn it. Um, well, I'm missing it. But at any rate, uh, I did get one vote for Saturday afternoon. It was Jerry, I think. One vote for Saturday afternoon. Everybody else has voted for Monday nights. So it's looking like uh, probably the... Um, I think it's going to be the, the, the first or second Monday night of February, which is coming up quickly. We're going to start in uh, political coffee clatch meetings. Again, we're going to do them every other week. We will try to hold them opposite of the weeks that Oregon people's vote. And Anna, if you're up, if you're listening today, would, would you just email me and remind me so I can announce Oregon people's votes meetings when you're going to be holding them so that everybody who's listening that is involved in this can, can, you know, sort of put that on their schedule. We want to be opposite of that because we still want Oregon people's vote to be part of what we're doing. And I think it's very important. So anyway, we're probably going to do them on Monday nights at the Honky Talk. They'll be indoors. That'll be great. We won't have the competition of karaoke and so forth. Wilbur writes an email. And by the way, you want to send me an email? Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM. News. Here's what Wilbur writes. Says, I about guns. I can't help wondering if the way conservatives always glorify and gloat over guns might have something to do with gun violence. Uh, no, Wilbur, it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that we conservatives and we don't glorify or gloat over guns. We just look at history. 
and we look at human nature. The fact that we in, the, in our Constitution have an amendment that protects our right to own and keep a weapon for both our self-defense and for the reasons that the colonists had it and the reasons that the Second Amendment was put in the Constitution was to keep government tyranny at bay. If we look at that, Wilbur, if we look at human nature and we look at all the countries that have outlawed guns and taken them away, every single one of them, Wilbur, have lost their liberty. Those of us who believe strongly in the right to keep and bear arms, to defend ourselves. We're not the people that are increasing the shooting. Wilbur, you can't point to me one single person in Oregon, or frankly, relatively anywhere, that has a concealed carry permit that has cleared a background check Sealed carry permit and has cleared a background check. You cannot show me one person who's gone out and shot up a movie theater, a shopping mall, so on and so forth, a school. The rise in violence in Oregon is not from law-abiding citizens, not a one of them. But we do know that the rise in violence in Oregon is primarily, yeah, and we're talking gun violence now, and we're talking gun violence where somebody takes a gun and shoots somebody else. We're not talking about somebody who takes a gun and commits suicide, sadly. We're talking about the statistics of people who got a gun and they go shoot somebody else. Those are gangbangers and they're mostly in Portland. The murder rate in Portland, the shooting rate in Portland has skyrocketed. And what the news media is trying to hide is that it is constantly gang violence. And that's a direct result of Black Lives Matter demanding that the Portland City Council, which they did, defund the Portland Police Bureau, which they did. They took $12 million away. They took away the gang enforcement team. And so many of the, the school districts, including Salem-Kaiser, took away their cops on campus, just like in Portland. Anne-Marie writes a text message about Nancy Pelosi, apparently having her home exercised of demons. Called on a priest to exercise demons from her house. Anne Marie writes, why stop there, Nancy? How about you and hubby? She says, I believe demons enter a house when residents open the door wide. Yeah, it's exactly what happens. Now, Avis sent me the email about Oregon Firearms Federation clearing up the Maxine Bernstein story that we talked about. 
Kevin Sterrett, Oregon Firearms Federation, who's Oregon Firearms Federation started the first lawsuit January 20th. He sent out on January 20th, he sent out this news alert. Maxine Bernstein knew that what she was reporting was false. She has refused to correct it. She did add one sentence to the online version of her story after it was published and after being reminded that her allegation was false. But even the correction is misleading at best. I'm going to get into that when we come back from the break here because you need to know this, folks. Oregon Firearms Federation being sued by their lawyer. Uh, Well, we'll get into the truth of it in a moment. Don't go. 640. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. Last segment for today, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Dot news. By the way, Julie's email just sums it up perfectly. Thanks to um, Power Honda, by the way, f- down in Albany for being one of our show sponsors. We appreciate them doing that. You hear their ads here on KSLM, and they are part of the Power Auto Group. Of course, Power Buick GMC sponsors the talk line. You get to call in on 503-589-1220. But specifically, Power Honda sponsors this show in addition to running ads on this radio station. We appreciate that very much. If you're looking for a very high-quality pre-owned vehicle or new vehicles, check out what they have on their website, mypowerhonda.com, mypowerhonda.com. Lee writes this email about getting high. I'll get to Julie's in a moment because it just sums it up, folks. Well, here he says about Measure 110, right? Because the editorial board of the Fish Wrap decided to defend it, say, well, give it more time to work. They can fix it. Just like Shamia Fagan. Yeah, we can fix it. No, you can't. Because it sends the wrong message. It's human nature. You know this. You as parents, if your children, when they are young, disobey the rules that you have put in place for their own good because you know they're for their own good. Like, don't touch something that's hot. Those kinds of things. Or lying. If you, if they disobey the rules and you didn't punish them, what happened? Well, it only got worse, didn't it? Hmm? Right? Human nature. It's no different with Measure 110 because the incentive to drop in and check out, come to Oregon, 
take meth, take heroin, take fentanyl, and you can check out a society. And you can get all kinds of free stuff, too, that we, the taxpayers, pay for. Like free tents, so you can live homeless and still get money. You know, go shop because the taxpayers are giving you money. It sends the wrong message. Measure 110 can't be fixed. Well, here's what Lee writes. He says, get high. Let's get real. Oregon is an assisted suicide state. The slow death of the past illegal drugs that consume the life of many. To the left, it's just a tool of control and income. Don't be fooled. That's really what's happening here, isn't it? Lee, thank you for putting it succinctly because that's exactly what's happening. It's a slow death by by decriminalizing drugs that, in effect, Oregon is assisting your suicide. Now, Julie writes this. And Rich, hang on, I'll get to you in a second here. Overreach. For many years, they have come after my guns. For all practical purposes, they have taken my vote. Now they want to take my gas range, followed by my water heater, my furnace, my dryer, my fireplace insert. They want us to eat bugs while they feast on porterhouse steak or rack of lamb or bacon. By the by, people allergic to shellfish are probably allergic to bugs. Now they're coming after my espresso machine, my coffee bean grinder, and my French press. Stop! Yeah, that puts it pretty succinctly, doesn't it? They want everything. They're not going to be happy until your life is literally miserable. Because when you're miserable, think about it. Again, go back to human nature. When you're miserable, you will reach out to any port in a storm, right? You'll reach out to government. You'll become more subservient to government. And the great American experiment, if I can speak today, of a constitutional republic will be gone. Why? Because we the sheeple have allowed it to happen. Don't be fooled. Don't be a fool. Don't let them do any of this stuff. But it's up to you. If you stay silent, they'll think it's all hunky-dory and that their plan is just working like, well, like they intended it to do. Like the World Economic Forum wants it to do. Like the UN wants it to do. Like all the socialist communists the elites, including some in the Republican Party. Anyway, I've pontificated enough. Let's go to Rich. Rich, good morning. Morning. Two things. One, the only way to fix Major 110 is to get rid of it. You're right. Because anybody... Anybody who's been around this stuff a lot will tell you the more lenient you get, the more violence you're going to have, and that's just the way of drugs. And uh, so that's it. Also, there's a guy in the cabinet of Biden, and I can't, I don't have it. I have it on a piece of paper, and I can't find it. I read it this this weekend. Uh, His statement was, anything that could be harmful and can't be fixed can be banned. (laughs) All of the gas stove. Right. And his big big lie was that it causes asthma. 
And there's another group out there, like I said, I don't have it in front of me, that uh, proved everything he did was wrong. Also, the other thing about that is that the United States only gives out less than 10% of CO2. And if we were to shut, if the whole United States was shut down everything to stop CO2 that we supposedly do, in 2010, all the way up to 2050, we would only change the temperature by 0.041 hundredths of a, a degree. Yeah, but you know, we're doing our part, and we're an example then for the rest of the world. So let's go ahead and let's destroy our economy and put us all on the socialist government dole because the Federal Reserve will just keep printing money, you know, because there won't be any business going on here. And hey, it's all because we have to save the planet, Rich. We have to <laughs> save the planet. Well, then, Thank that, you, Rich. then there's the uh, Milankovitch cycle that we're in. Oh yeah, it has to do yeah, yeah. has to do with the, uh, the, uh, the the what do you call it the rotation of the Earth around the Sun and how it's turning into an oval rather than a circle. Hmm, that might have something to do with a lot of these things, along with solar flares. Thanks, Rich. I appreciate it very much. Oregon Firearms Federation cleared up the truth about the lawyer who is suing them for back money. He only worked for him for three weeks, not for months. He was relieved of his duty on December 8th. It's all public record. Why? Well, because he didn't own up to what he did. Without consulting his clients, he took actions that were unwise and costly. He didn't inform then that he decided to appeal directly to the Ninth Circuit Court, which he didn't deny. Which then he filed a motion to withdraw. Folks, it's not good. Not good at all. There's more. Maybe we'll get to it later. But it was it's in the Oregon Firearms Federation newsletter. You can see it. Thanks for joining us today. We're back tomorrow. Hope you are soon. Yeah.